people are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are now the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. My opinion, Patrick Williams had a phenomenal rookie season. I feel like on the defensive end, he, he played he played well. He guarded the team's best players. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What it do, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Prideful Takes Podcast. I apologize for not being here on Monday. Moving, whoever invented it, I hope nothing but bad things comes upon them. As always, I'm told by my guy, Mike. Mike, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. Can't complain. Got a, a huge game tonight for my Bulls. So. Mm. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go from here. Uh, we got we got a good show in in store for y'all. Last week, before we switch over to our new format, the Lakers people believe now they've got to figure it out. I believe you're idiots if you think that. There's a whole bunch of NBA trades heating up, but before we get into all of that, Black Monday, it came, and boy oh boy did it dominate. Gridiron. Enjoy yourself at Disney World, bro. I hope you're having nothing. Yes, sir. Enjoy. Yeah, but Brand Black Friday came, went, and dominated. My guy, I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. I, I never had so much hope and then get sucked out of me the next day. I'm just throwing this out there. The mere fact, right? The mere fact that my guy, Brian Flores, real talk, got fired before Joe Judge. I don't think I will ever ever in my life yeah, ever a, ever let that go that was a huge shocker right though but was it really a shocker though i mean really was it really i don't know me personally i thought brian flores was going to be out and i don't think it was more along the lines of him getting fired i just think it was more along the lines of him saying yeah i don't want to be here no more yeah, that's like true. am i looking for thinking that I mean, I at least thought that they might try to go get uh, Deshaun. If not, he probably going to do next year. Then he might be his last year. I just think he'll try to get his guy or some a guy that he liked other than Tua. Yeah, well, yeah, because supposedly he never – he was never vibing. Yeah. He was never vibing with Tua from the jump. Yeah. Like, that's that's the rumor going around. Rumor going around, he never was really vibing with Tua. Yeah. Him and two were never, you know. I mean, look, they shook hands, they were cool, but supposedly O'Brien Flores and Amber Rock with him. Gridiron Yuki says, Hey, probably guess who won uh, on Sunday and who lost on Sunday after a certain person said, Uh, talk to me when you guys clutch playoffs. I'm talking now, Playboy. Look here, bro. <laughs> look here. Congratulations. Hey, talk your shit, bro. And listen, and listen, I'm gonna have Gridiron Yuki have their moment. Y'all won, y'all clinched it, we lost. Have your moment. I'm not going to knock you. You feel me? I was able to knock you last week. This week, not so much. Have your moment. I ain't going to knock you. Uh, but then another comment says, the Dolphins firing Brian Flores is surprising to me. Mike, let, let me let me ask you a little something, bro. Because this is how I looked at it. I don't think the Dolphins really fired Brian Flores. He just asked out? I think he went in. I don't think he asked out. I think Brian Flores walked in there. And he started looking at me and said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Stay, stay in touch. Fuck you. I'm out. And then he just left. <laughs> I'm convinced 
Brian Flores was like, hey, yo, look, dog. Because listen, Mike, we got to remember this. When he, he never wanted to leave New England. He left New England because Miami promised him, look, bro, we'll give you everything. We'll give you the control. You know what Bill Belichick does? Nah, bro. Boom. We got you right there. That's what we're going to give you. And then they never gave it to him. They never did. Because he never wanted Tua. They still made him get him. He wanted to trade for Deshaun. They didn't want to do that. You know, they were kind of tentative. And it's like every most of the moves Brian Flores wanted to make, they didn't want to do it. Yeah. So that did, that honestly really wasn't too surprising. By the way, Gridiron, you moved into a new house pride? Yes, I did. I had to. Um, I'm glad because this is all on one floor. And, you know, I'm lazy as shit. So, like, <laughs> going up and down stairs is a problem for hey. fat people like me. You know what I mean? I'm not even mad at you. I got a three-story. I wish I had a two, so I don't. Homie, look, man. Let me, bro. Let this sink in, dog. I'm right now. It's one floor. Make this make sense. How I got more space here than I had on on my my uh, two-floor apartment that I just left from. Make that make sense. Homie, I was like, you know what? Whatever. Be great. They they built weird like that. They weird, yeah. And on top of that, we know the we um we know the guy who owns this junk. And he, he low-key been giving the signals that he want to sell. So my fiance is like, yeah, we're going to buy it. I was like, because it's a duplex. I said, I don't care. We knocked the wall down to convert to combine both the kitchens and knock that front wall down. And we good. I just told her, bro, if you get me tight, it don't matter. I can just go over to the other side now and you leave me alone. You feel me? <laughs> so now, now, now I told her. She started laughing. I was like, you think I'm joking until I started an argument about something completely stupid. She's like, what? Like what? I'm going to be like, hey, yo, hold on. You put my daughter's hair in a ponytail? What's wrong with you? Nah, I gotta, I gotta go take a minute, and I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be like Kyrene and take a sabbatical on the other half of the house, man. But, um, but Mike, let me ask you, bro. Of all the firings, which one caught you the most off guard? Obviously, you're gonna say Brian Flores, but outside of Brian Flores, was there any firing that kind of took you off guard? I don't think of my rule list. Cause I'm telling uh, you, it was crazy. Not really. Maybe. No, I, I can't. I I seen them finding Vic Bangio, so I can't even say Vic Bangio. But yeah, just um, just Brian Flores. Maybe it's just me, dog. I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. I wholeheartedly believe. Um, I didn't think the Giants were gonna fire Joe Judge. Mm. I didn't think they were going to. I mean, once they once the GM retired, then I was like, they gotta fire him because the next GM going to fire him regardless. So just get him up out of there. Great on Yuki says, I'm surprised there's been less firings this season. Which honestly, I'm surprised. What I'm actually surprised is that Pete Carroll isn't gone, and not to say that he's a bad coach. I think Pete Carroll yeah. kind of just needs to change the scenery. But Big P. Carroll, he got some years in the league, so they, they're just not going to fire him. It's like, I'm not saying him firing. I'm just saying more along the lines of him kind of going up and saying, look, man, I'm good. I'm done. I'm chilling. Like, we wrapping it up because I – mean, it, it could be soon. They ain't really got to do it right now. They can, they can sit down and be like, so what's the plan? What, like, what's the plan going forward? If they don't you know, agree, then mm. I guess we're trying for us to part ways. Yeah, so let me. So, like, do you mind indulging me for a minute, real it's quick? Still, it's still three head coaches that I'm still keeping tabs on, which is Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, and Sean Payton. Those three coaches, I'm still keeping a, a bit tab on, see what might happen. 
I'm gonna eat later, baby girl. Okay. So, let me ask you something. And I want you to indulge me because all jokes aside, bro, I said this uh, this morning. I was talking about this, and somebody yelled at me for this. Let me know what you think about it. So, obviously, you know, there's other jobs, um, you know, that look more appealing than the Giants head coaching gig, right? Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Agree or disagree, the, the, the New York Giants head coaching job, the job in and of itself, it's not as bad as people are saying it, that are saying it is. Mm-mm. Oh, so you agree with me? Yeah, I agree. See, Mike, this is why I got you on my show, man. This is they, why, man. They got the cap space, and they got draft picks to 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 build around a quarterback. And then once you build around a quarterback, get you your quarterback that you want. It's not probably not gonna be um Danny Dimes, but once you right. build around them, because this draft is not really good on quarterbacks, and they so got real. So real. And they got draft picks to maybe get a quarterback in a later round. So I feel like they got the picks, the money. It's New York, big market. And they got some players on the roster already. But here's why I'm saying that, though. But this is why I'm saying that. And, again, I'm in the minority. Gridiron, Yuki says, it's meant to me. It's Look, the job in and of itself, it's okay, right? I'm not going to say that it's phenomenal. But what I'm saying is this, right? If you go – so if you go to, to the Giants head coaching job, right, they're basically gonna ask you straight up, all right, what are you know, what uh what would you do? If I'm a head coach in any capacity, this is the first thing I'm doing. It's the first thing I'm doing. Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, we're trading them immediately. I'm talking about before training camp gets here, we're trading them. Okay. We're going to trade them for A, draft capital, and B, to knock out some of the, the money that we're paying them, okay? If we can get a better quarterback option than Daniel Jones, sure, but I'm not pressing that issue at all. Right, and so we need to understand something. What if what if, what? What if you can get Russ? Would you still make those moves? You want to know the God honest truth? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, tell me. Honestly, even with Russ, I don't think it makes a difference. This team has been ducking a full-blown rebuild for the longest, right? Like they've never they have yet they have never understood that we need to rebuild regardless of how we feel about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they they're making big power moves. They're they're paying us Sterling Shepard a whole bunch of money. Kenny Galladay, a whole bunch of money. They're paying uh, Saquon. And I'm like, you're paying them. You're not winning. The next head coach that comes here is going to straight up say, okay, look. This is going to sound disrespectful. You're not winners. Okay? Right now, in terms of this organization, we are as dysfunctional as dysfunctional can get. And we just basically need to straight up Redesign, rebuild, and reclaim this whole thing. Like, we need to start over. Like, from scratch. There's no, you know, there's no, oh, yeah, let's see what happens. No. We need to start over 
And the thing, the the way the way I'm looking at it is, we need to go trade some guys. We need to start, you know, if go out there, let's build a new culture, and let's see whether or not that these guys can, you know, actually be around for the culture change that's happening. And not only that, let's couple it with this: this job. Let's be honest here. This job. It's, it's, it's going, it's like at best, probably what you got about four years before there's actually a, like the clock starts on you. So you got time to, you got time and you got the, the uh, patience of the fan base. So no, take your time to do it the right way. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's really what they need to do. They just need to, they need to figure out a way where they could be able to, to, to do something smart. Because yeah. again, like that's really been the problem with these guys the past the, that past couple of years. They've been they have they do this delusional thing of reaching by thinking they're gonna win, and it's like I I I, I don't understand it. Because even yeah. if you win this division, you're making negative noise in the playoffs. So it's like, what are you doing? And most of your money is tied up with like four or five guys that like in terms of their cap space. They are top heavy. Yeah. So it's like, and I feel like a lot of it do it goes to because they in the big market, so they feel like they gotta put out the best product, even though it's not the good product. It's just they trying to they gotta put some out to please the fans. It's a big market. But once they realize they got, like you said, tear down, rebuild it the right way, then they they have something. And that's the thing, man. Like, and, and think about it. And, and uh, Gridiron Yuki says the Giants haven't been the same since that bum ass Summer Boys photo in the in the nineties photo on that boat. Yeah, bro, they haven't. I mean, um, that photo gave Victor Cruz PTSD, and you know what's crazy? They took a photo with Daniel Jones on the goddamn. But look, man, this it, they're weird, bro. And that's why I'm saying, like, you need to start feeling stuff. Like, 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 Mike. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. In free agency. You paid Kenny Galladay a boatload of money for him to be, you know, your receiver, right? Yeah. You already had a pretty decent wide receiver room, right? Because you had um, you had Slayton, you had uh, Shepard, uh, Shepard, and there's one more I'm missing. But that Kenny Galladay was just trying to give uh, Daniel Jones a, a, a main target to help Daniel Jones. That's but, pretty much what yeah, it was. Yeah, but, but then this is why I'm saying it's dumb. They did that to draft, who is it, Kadarius Tony? I think that's his first name, Kadarius Tony, yeah. where your first pick was a wide receiver? It's, it, it's, it's perplexing. It's very perplexing. And like I said, man, look, I'm, I get it. You want to win. I understand that. But at the same time, we you guys need to understand who you guys are. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think that that job is necessarily the worst. Um, I remember last time we were talking that I said the Chicago Bears was the best job um, to go to. I'm kind of half in, half out on that one now. Because the way I'm looking at it is... That Vikings job looks appealing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm bugging. I don't know, man. That Vikings job look low key. Look low key looks pretty. Low key. Yeah, 
They got weapons on that team. That's what I'm saying. Like they they got weapons. They have a solid defense. They have they have some stuff. So it's like to me, I like I like that Vikings. I like that Vikings team. Green Ayuki says, uh, I'm gonna be honest. The more I saw that boat photo, the more I realized the 2016 Giants are kind of similar to the 2020 Steelers. Yeah, they're all idiots. Because I mean, let's just call it what it is, right? I mean, they're all idiots, right? A hey, big Ben disappointed me in his little um his uh whatever you want to say, interview or something like that. Like I was disappointed in that. Big Ben, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Steelers are weirdos, bro. Steelers are weirdos. Like this um, man said, yeah, we probably the 14th ranked team out of the playoffs. Uh, we're going against number one, the number one team in the AFC. We probably gonna lose, but we gonna go out there. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah no, but- he doesn't care. Because listen, listen, Big Ben understands. Look, look where I'm going to war with. Yeah, but my this- number one receiver is Chase Claypool. It's a one. It's one game. When they go home, anything can happen. This ain't the NBA where the best of seven series. It's one game. You can catch somebody on their worst day. It's a lot of teams I think that can upset. That means they got. That means they have to catch every single team on their worst day. No, I'm talking. They can just catch the Chiefs. No, they're not catching. No, they're not catching Chiefs on their worst day. Nope, no way. Uh, Gridiron Yuki says, "You think Brian uh, Brandon Staley got jumped in the locker room?" (laughs) Mike, did you see this game? Yeah. Okay. Um. I Maybe actually thought it was going to be a tie. I was sitting down here watching like, man, this well, shit so I thought the same thing too, right? I started watching when they were all shaking hands and whatnot. The Raiders were going to tie it. They fumbled it, though. They, they should have lost that game. They fumbled that game. Right, they should have. They should have. They should have. But they, like, they were going to give them the tie and say whatever. I don't know what it is with Brandon Staley. Why you called that timeout? Blew my mind. Blew my mind. You can check my timeline. Before that, I was like, bro, the Raiders and Chargers are sweating their asses off. And this game still might end in a tie. Not even two minutes after that, Brandon Staley called the timeout. And I almost deleted my tweet. I almost did. But I was like, nah, I got to commit. I got to commit, kind of like when I, I shared with um, uh, Blankenship with that random dude in sunglasses. I don't I don't know who that guy is, but I, I, I had to commit, you. right? <laughs> and, like, dog, they had every opportunity in the world. But to, before you – the dude name was tagged in the tweet, but I thought you were joking about Quavo. I know you – No, no, that's all, no, 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 I'm, no, 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 that's what I meant, Quavo. Yeah, like the dude with the shades. It was a uh, joke. Yeah, no, why I'm that uncultured? Oh my goodness! I I gotta switch my game up. I didn't realize I was that uncultured. But I mean, look, man. For me, the way I look at it, dog. Again, maybe it's me, bro. That right there. If that does not cost Brandon Staley his job, because if I'm not mistaken, check me if I'm wrong. He's the interim. I'm pretty sure he's the interim. I don't I don't think he has it unlocked. So would you would you would have let it be a tie? If I'm the Raiders? No, if you was, yeah, any, yeah. Or if I'm either, hell yeah. Oh, I'm definitely letting that be a tie. If Justin Herbert would have won that game, that would have been the Justin Herbert game. Because I'm telling you, he was killing it on every fourth down. He like, was, he was, nah, he was. Game. 
I was, was I was rooting for him to win just because of that. Listen, I was rocking with him, bro. I really was because I'm like, you know what? This kid got it. I like it. You know, I'm really with him. But again, it just it got messed up bad. It got messed up bad. Gridiron Yuki, last last question before we move on to the next topic. Which is worse, the Seahawks throwing the ball when they had Lynch or Brandon Staley calling a timeout? By far, in my opinion, I've heard people say the Seahawks, and I get it. In my opinion, the timeout. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I believe that, Mike. And then, and then I'm gonna let you take explain to me where where you're thinking. The reason because at least when you play, made a passing play, at least you gave yourself a opportunity to win. To win. Yeah. Brandon Staley, if he does not call a timeout, he's in the playoffs. The Chargers are in the playoffs. And who knows what could have happened. Yeah. And I get I understand that it's in the Super Bowl, you know, and that's a bad blunder. But again, it's not like Seattle was like, okay, yeah, let's let, let's throw a passing play. And then all of a sudden came out, ran the wrong play or something. Like, nah, bro. Like, Brandon Staley messed up real bad. It was stupid. Why he called the timeout? I don't know. Because, again... It, Everyone knew that a tie, both teams go to the playoffs when the if, if the Colts were to lose to the Jags. The yeah. Colts lost to them at one o'clock. The mere I'm pretty fact sure, that that I'm pretty sure both teams knew that the Colts lost. No, you they I know for a fact the Raiders knew because I think I think it was Max Crosby that was dapping up for Austin Eckler. And Max Crosby strip was gonna say, Bro, we were gonna tie you. We were gonna take the tie. And Austin Eckler was like, For real? But I would I was fun. Say something about my Bears, but before I say something about them, uh, I would I would say the timeout too because for the for Marshawn Lynch, it's it's a fifty fifty chance if they do run that he gets in. Right, and he was the best receiver on the field, so you already planned for you for them him to get the ball. So to make a pass play, that's probably catching them off guard anyway. So it it could have went either way. Mm-hmm. And back since we to touch upon my beers, like if I could tell you guys my reaction, I got the news. So I forgot who's the first head coach I seen get canned. I'm like, damn, that's early as hell. So I'm like, all right, so where where Nagy at? Then got that tweet, Mad Nagy out of here. So I kind of smile. I'm like, all right, I kind of knew that was happening. And then yeah. Ryan, then Ryan Pace got canned. I'm like, oh snap, this is this is this is something good. So I'm, I'm I'm real real happy, and then uh, McCaskey had a presser, and I just killed my whole mood. My oh, man right. literally said, "I'm a fan. I'm not a football evaluator." So now we have. So now we gotta worry about this man picking our next head coach and GM. Then he getting advice for somebody else again. I'm like, I can't with this franchise. Bro, it's 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 tough being a Bears fan, brother. Dude, I wish you, he called I wish out Olin Cruz on live TV. Free my boy. Free my boy. And then the one reporter asked him, he said, So what if the next GM don't like Justin Field? Like how how would you how would you react to that? The man couldn't answer the question. And that's what kind of perplexes me, bro. Yeah, traded up to get uh, to get um Justin Field, 
And I've been telling, I've been scared. And Mike, you can vouch for me on this, bro. I've said this before. I do not think that the Chicago Bears are that bad. With if Mike Nagy is not your head coach, you guys are a wild card team. I'm just keeping it a buck. And I've said this before to you, Mike. I've said this before, so it's not just me saying yeah, this no, now. We got it on record. We got it. We got it on record. Right. So I'm not gonna sit here and pretend and be all like, "Oh my God, bro." You know, like again, for some unknown reason, the Bears just keep making mis- just yeah. like you said, bro. Stupid mistakes. They're making dumb mistakes, and it's almost like y'all, y'all might they might have to sell y'all. They might have to sell the team. I give a shout out before um Yuki man. I've been dealing with this pain since probably like 06, 05. Brutal. But um I gotta give the media some a shout out because they was they was asking some tough questions at that press. So I gotta give them uh a huge shout out for asking yeah. the questions that they asked. But I hope that Matt Jones potential they get it right. is Miami. I hope yeah. they get That's it right, wild, bro. <laughs> All right, so next topic, um, the NBA trades are coming. The proposals are coming hot, bro. They're coming hot. I've seen a whole slew of names. By the way, I apologize for the children in the background. Um, that's just my son who's just being a brat right now. <laughs> and it's like, I want to beat him up. But um, the potential names that have been thrown out there, obviously, Ben Simmons. One that took me by surprise, Tobias Harris. That one kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Bradley Beal, who I, I just realized I misspelled his name. Bradley Beal, his name is thrown out there. And Kristaps Porzingis. Again, these are only four of the names um, that obviously have been thrown out. Mike, of those four names, which do you want to see get traded? Which do you want to see, you know, which do you want to see stay? And is there any other other names that I haven't mentioned that you want to see uh, get traded? Well, first off, uh, Przingis, I really don't care about the Dallas Mavericks, so we can ask Przingis as all. Um, Tobias Harris, you not you not going to get a lot for Tobias Harris, but it's time it's time for them to break up that whole little core anyway. So I'll probably say, hey, Bradley Bill, it's, it's a little bit too late. I feel like. The hype around him kind of like I died, like died down. So not died down. It's fully dead. Yeah, man. so I I'll probably say it's fully dead. I probably say Ben Simmons. That's because Ben Simmons is still young, and I feel like he still got room to grow as a player. And, and I want to see, I want to see how Joel and B go forward without a Ben Simmons. Like who, who's the real problem? Who's the real problem? I've been saying this for a while. I think I think the main problem of the Philadelphia 76ers is just simply lack of awareness. Yeah. That's just kind of the entire organization. Um, because they went and they they you're putting all your faith in a Joel Embiid who sneezes and he's out for months. This is an organization who apparently loved Tobias Harris so much that now they want to trade him out of nowhere, right? So like for me, it's, it's like the lack of awareness. I disagree with the whole Chris S. Porzingis thing. Mike, let me ask you a question. Don't kill me for this. I don't. I I, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I I read this, and I don't know how I feel about it. Chris S. to Chicago. No. 
No? No. Because I'm going to tell you, on one hand, I feel like if you put him at the four, it'll help out a little bit because, you know, he wants to be as physical. Kind of like what AD's complaint is about playing the five. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know how he would gel yeah, with no. the Chicago Bulls team. So and it's like I don't know I who would give it. up for him. Um, um, uh, Williams. It'll be Patrick Williams and, oh, and no. um, and uh, Hell Kobe White. No. Hell no. Nah. Because ah. it's like if we give up Patrick Williams or Kobe White for a Cristal, he damn near probably gonna be a fifth option, four, fourth or fifth option. And that's gonna mess up our chemistry, and that gonna hurt our bench. So now nah, that's a that's a hard no on Chris out, and he haven't really showed the, the the greatest health history. Wow! But another thing that should make a move for um for this guy Miles Turner is the Grizzlies. It's like the Grizzlies should trade for Miles Turner. Hmm. I like that. Get John Morant a rim protector. Somebody can touch the floor. Because I don't think Steven Adams can do that. Real question. A uh, quick question, Mike. Quick question. Rio says if Henry stays healthy and keeps doing his thing, do y'all think he'll be better than Marshawn Lynch? Him, uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, it's possible. Possible. I'm that's gonna be a little crazy. I believe if Derrick Kenny continues on the trajectory that he's going, not only will he be better than Marshawn Lynch, I believe his name will be thrown in the conversation of one of the greatest running backs of all time. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I think that's kind of the trajectory he's heading on. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, but um in terms of the trades. Miles Turner, I do like that one. I do. I like it a lot. Um, I want me personally the what I'm really looking, what I'm looking for. Um, maybe this is just me. I think De'Aaron Fox is eventually gonna want out, and when he says something, him being this, you know, at this age, I think he's gonna be a problem. I was just looking at their numbers. Um. One, two, three, four, five, six. In six years, Derrick Henry got six six thousand seven hundred yards and sixty-five touchdowns. And Marshawn Lynch got ten thousand eighty-five touchdowns. So Derrick Henry almost almost up there in numbers, almost passing him in numbers. Probably need three more fifteen hundred yard rushing seasons, and then he probably eclipse. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And and look, to me, the numbers are nice. I'm just looking at, can you continue this? Can you continue yeah. it at this pace? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Now, do I think he can? I'm going to say yes, because, you know, I'm going to put some faith in him. I'm going to see how he goes. Because yeah, he only but 28. It, it's, right. Give me give me three more elite I'm about to say, you get, if he gives me three more years, yeah. We got a conversation. We got a conversation. Um, Go ahead and finish, though. So, but yeah, um, when it comes to, to like the trade stuff, here's how I look at it. And again, obviously, if I'm bugging, I'm bugging. Let me know. I wholeheartedly believe 
that the one the one name that people need to start paying attention to is De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I think we got to start paying attention to it because De'Aaron Fox on certain teams, I think he's that missing piece. Yeah, if you put him on the Lakers, we're having a completely different conversation. If you put him Miami, maybe. If you put him on Milwaukee, definitely. You put him on the on the on Brooklyn, definitely. And mind you, when I'm saying all Any, this, anywhere I, with a winning culture, I think he'll thrive, man. Like legitimately, bro. And it's like, I I I, I like him. You know what I mean? Like, I, for me, I always I look at it as more like, do you need a legitimate guard? If you need a legitimate or not even a legitimate guard, if you just need a fast-paced guard who you can control, imagine this. Close your eyes with me. Take take a journey with me. Close your eyes. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Russell Westbrook with a jump shot and you can control. That's the that that's that's one of the ways you can describe De'Aaron Fox. That's one of the ways you can describe Ooh. it. Would you give up Jalen Brown for De'Aaron Fox? I'll kick you in your throat, Mike. Don't disrespect <laughs> me like that. I love me some De'Aaron Fox, but we know we're near title contention. Mm. We know we're near it. Only title we got is the title to our, 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 our obituary, bro, because we dying out there on the court, hand fam. And people say, oh, yeah, but, you know, Boston Celtic fans, you guys are spoiled. No, we're not spoiled. But this is all I ask. And this is, I'm speaking on behalf of a majority of Boston Celtics fans. Okay. If you're up 20 uh, up on the Knicks, just don't lose. That's all I, that's all we really ask. You're up 20. Why are you losing? Why? Why are we losing? We just let go of Evan Fournier. He was dog water all season. We let him drop 40. I watched Olympic that game Fournier. Too. Olympic Fournier came game. out, bro. He about to be a fresh commodity. Chicago finna trade for him from that performance, okay? Yeah, nah, oh, y'all, the Knicks can keep him. I, yeah, 100%. I, I, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm good. I, he's still not nice. But, God. Like, that's, the wrong, God. that's the wrong guy to let drop 43. I would have been cool with Randall or RJ Beard. Or even Kemba. Yeah. If Kemba dropped 40, I'd be like, you know what? It is what it is. Y'all really let, y'all, y'all really let Evan Fournier? Yeah. Come on now. Dude, dude, so whack. You didn't even pronounce the R in his last name. That second R. It's Fournier. Nah, it's Fournier. Like, nah, my guy. Come on. We gotta do better, brother. We gotta do better. But let me like let this. me um, let me toss this off you though. Um, Come here. I've been hearing a lot of a lot of rumors about this. Ben Simmons to the Hawks. So a lot of people I, been saying that Ben Simmons should go with a dominant point guard other than a dominant center. And make him play that Draymond role, that Draymond Green role. Ready on the funny part? I've been screaming that for the longest. <laughs> I've been screaming that. If you go put him on the Lakers, what role is he playing? Power forward. And 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 what he be doing? Like like a Draymond role, a Draymond Green type of role, right? Thank you yeah. for coming to my TED talk. I've been screaming this forever. Wherever he goes, he's not gonna be the starting point guard. He's not. He's out to play like Draymond, whether he likes it or not. If you want to be the starting point guard, you're going to need a jump shot. But I wholeheartedly believe he doesn't need a jump shot. He doesn't need a jump shot. You just got to go and make him. You got to tell him, bro, look, you're going to be at the four? Because, listen, he's got some post moves. 
He's got some. So putting him at the four isn't exactly a lost cause. You can have him do that. And then on top of that, he can run the, the, the point occasionally. I don't know. I've been screaming that from the, from, the, from the jump. Only problem I have with it is the if this trade were to go down, the Sixers want John Collins. I would not take John Collins on the Sixers unless you're going to give unless you're coming off uh, Tobias Harris. Because we've seen what a power forward and Joel B has now worked with. First of all, with Tobias Harris, Al Horford. Uh, so I, I think I would take Cam Reddish and, and um. And maybe another guard, or try to I'll try to get a third team. Uh, so you might have to get thirteen. Or I I I take Ken Reddish. I see what the Pacers want to do about Karis LeVert. That's that them two offensive. Well, uh, Ken Reddish play more of the, the three, so but two yeah two skilled offensive players you getting for um it's Ben Simmons. It's gonna be interesting to see what 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 goes on with Ben Simmons because at some point he's gonna to need to be traded. Yeah, and I I say this: if Ben Simmons doesn't get traded this year, then I don't think anyone's gonna to want to take that. I don't think anyone's gonna to want to do anything. I mean, they're gonna to want to do something, but not, they, you're not getting the offer you can get right now. That's what I'm saying. And I and here's the thing: I don't think the 76ers will ever release him. I don't think they'll cut him. I don't think so. I think they'll rather keep him where he's at. Let all that stuff go because think about it, you're basically paying him about five mil a year. And because with they, all the fines and whatnot, at the end of the day, the only thing he's getting is about five million a year. And they act stubborn right now, like they and they trying to seem like it's like we we in control, but you're not in control. This is a this is the NBA. This is the NBA players really like they want out, they gonna get out, and Ben Simmons want out. So the longer you take. He's still getting paid, and eventually he's gonna get what he wants. So at the end of the day, he's still he's still gonna win. And that's the thing, like, how are you gonna be in control when you're damaging your own goods? Let yeah. that sink in. Let that sink in. You're damaging and, your own goods. So explain to me how on any on any any level how that makes you in control. That doesn't you got, make you got your injury prone big man out there carrying a team who could probably suffer another major injury. And now you got another damaged good senator. Now you got to try to get him off your books. So hey, hey. and then guess what? By the time you do that, guess what's gonna happen? By the time you do that, guess what'll happen? Yo, It'll be too late, and you gotta yeah. start the process all, all over, over yeah. again. And that's that's the funny part about it. For all these Philadelphia fans, y'all forget where y'all came from. Y'all forget when y'all was the bottom of the bottom. When y'all best player was Drew Holiday, ten win seasons. Like, bro, like y'all really forget how it was. And for all the bashing on Ben Simmons, it's funny. Nobody bashed him when he was helping them be that number one seed. Yeah. It's kind of funny. They're bashing him, they're bashing him, and they don't want to talk about Joel Embiid almost having a triple double with eight turnovers. They don't want to talk about Markel Fultz choking. Or not Markel Fultz, I'm sorry. Um uh, uh Thibel, my Matisse Thibel. They don't want to bring up the fact that he choked the free throw. Yeah. So do with that information as you will. It's going to be a very, very interesting um, trade deadline. Because I honestly, Mike, I think you agree with me here. I think this is going to be there's going to be the most activity this yeah. trade deadline than we have seen in recent in recent memory. I, right. I think, I think this will be good. 
I think their biggest move would probably be a, I don't want to say Ben Simmons trade. Uh I'm still leaning I still I still think Blazers might make might give up CJ. I don't know, but I think Ben Simmons might be the 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 headliner. We'll see how it goes. Bro. I don't I don't think Boston breaking up uh Tatum and um they'd no, be full, they'd be foolish to listen to all the outside critics. Exactly. Exactly. Too, exactly. It, it it's easier to go get a natural point guard. That's why I've been screaming from the beginning. And do not break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Because again, Go ahead, Mike. Not even about a point guard. They they need a, a veteran to teach them to how to play together. That's you, no, but that's what I'm saying. You need a point guard. A veteran point guard. That's what I'm saying. You know, you need a legitimate point guard. Yeah. A legit vet point guard. Because the problem that we've been doing, we've been bringing in two guards and saying, "All right, go play point." Kemba, as much as I love him, he's a two guard who's too. He's a two guard who's too short to play the two. Schroeder's a two guard. Yeah. You feel me? So I think the top three big chips. I think if I'm predicting right now, I think Ben Simmons, De'Aaron Fox, and I'll probably go Miles Turner as my top three. And my sneak, my sneaker, my my uh, sneaky pick might be Julius Randle. You really think Julius Randle? That we're gonna talk about that Friday. We're gonna talk about that Friday, dog. Cause I've been hearing because I wanna um I know a dude who uh who who's involved heavily in um with the Boston Celtics. I'm talking about he like he's actually part of their office and whatnot. And I was actually chit-chatting with him. And it's funny you said that the Knicks have been quietly shopping Julius Randle. They've been quietly shopping him, and they have not been asking for a lot. I mean, they were not, willing to part with. They're willing to part with him for a second round pick. Hmm. They're willing. They're willing to part with him, and if they get a pick and a player. Now this is this is according to my guy. How the Knicks feel about Julius Randle right now? If they, if they get a pick and a player, they will immediately cut the player. They would only take a player to just make make things balance out. Yeah, the contract work to make the contracts work. And then boop, they'll merely cut, they'll merely cut whatever player they get. So it's kind of funny you said that. Cause I was talking about um I was talking about him Monday morning, matter of fact, literally right before I started moving and packing my stuff. I actually was talking to him and he was like, Yeah, bro, they were they've been they they reached out to the Celtics, seeing regarding a, a trade. They reached out to Chicago regarding the trade. They reached out to new um to uh, Brooklyn, they reached out to the Lakers, and they also reached out to Indiana to try yeah, to. Yeah, I just yeah, I heard about um, uh, Miles yeah, Turner. Yeah, yeah, for either they they wanted Miles Turner, but they are willing to say okay, we'll take some bonus. But Karis Levert is obviously has to be involved in that trade. It'll be um they originally wanted Levert and Turner, but they'll take Levert and um some bonus. Yeah, and, that. and I'm at uh. Uh, Jimmy Grant on my list too. I forgot about him. Detroit. I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna be a Laker. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, but yeah. So last topic of the day. Wait, before we before Ooh, we get to the last topic, shout out to my man's Clay, man. Welcome back. I forgot to to uh 
to uh, discuss Clay Thompson, man. It was it was a good feeling seeing Clay oh, come yeah. back. It was a shout out, by the way. Also, shout out to Draymond. I'm not a big Draymond Green fan. I'm not at all. But the fact that he actually wanted to be out there, yeah, and then he immediately fouled so he can go out because he had a hamstring injury. Yeah, that was that was that was. Yeah, it was. I mean, I still hate Draymond, but you know, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Speaking yeah, of hatred, speaking of hatred, Lakers hate to win. I don't know what's good with them. Um, they went on. They went on a on a, a respectable streak. I'm not what, gonna what, sit here three, and... three to four, three four game. It streak. was it was a four game win streak. I guess four game win streak. Oh my god! Don't do that! Don't do that, Mike! <laughs> don't do that, Michael! The, the, the pleated trailblazers, the confused Timberwolves, the Kings, and the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, uh, Kendall. Um, yeah, nah, the, it, it was great to see Clay back, hundred percent. But yeah, um, since obviously you want to be that guy, um, it was against the Trailblazers. Timberwolves, Kings, and Atlanta Hawks. Um, they had Brown Brown playing the center, and they they like that. And I'm, here's my thing: I I've seen uh, problems with uh, these uh, these Lakers right during that win streak because I've actually because one um one of my friends Freddie he's a diehard Laker fan right. So when I have to watch the Lakers, I need to I need to actually watch them, right? The Lakers have this problem where, by the way, uh, I don't think the question is. Matter of fact, Mike, I'm gonna let you go first. Um, all these injuries, uh, is it is it the is that really the Lakers' biggest problem? I mean, it's it's. It's a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. The only biggest injury they got is really AD. Thank you. That's pretty much it. And like, yo, let me ask you a question, Mike. Is Kendrick Nunn changing anyone's life? No. Nobody. Like, what are we doing here, bro? They're like, oh, my God, we're so injured. It's changing nobody's life other than yeah, LeBron James. Like, oh, my God. They're Anthony like, oh, my God, we're so injured. Guys, yeah. we're so injured. Bro, the eighth man off your bench is injured. Yeah. Relax. Pump the yeah. brakes. At best, he's fighting for 15 minutes a game. At best. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah. And when AD was healthy, he wasn't even playing that good. So, Which, um, Kendall brings up a great question. What what are the Lakers going to do with AD? Nothing. Because, that's a, like, again, that really is a problem. That's a problem, man. I mean, they can't do nothing. You, 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 if they do something with AD... And they can't get what they gave out for him. They gave out a Bolo, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Brandon Ingram is an all-star. Lonzo is is the driving force to the number one seed in the uh in the Eastern Conference. Uh Josh Hart is a nice, it's a nice the three uh two-way forward. Like yep. he's, he's he's not he's not a bad player. So you, what can you? You're not gonna get that boatload and some picks. You're not gonna get that for a 28 year old injury prone AD. And that's the sad part about it. Uh, to answer your question, Kendall, they have no choice but to keep him. Yeah, I think the best thing they could really do is probably trade for a ball dominant guard. So that way, when LeBron James retires or as he tries to phase out the off the and you know and give up some of the on ball responsibilities. You're gonna need a you're gonna need a guy like a Luka Doncic, 
You're going to need a guy like a, a De'Aaron Fox. You're going to need a guy who, when he has the ball, he can make plays happen because, bro, it's, it's getting bad with AD, man. It's, it's getting just, bad. And when he's out there, he just doesn't look like he cares anymore, bro. And then it's like the trade they make is like, what? Like, listen, 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 listen to this. Kuzma balling out in Washington. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, Kuzma he's is not. Playing, Kuzma no. playing good ball. He's playing, playing good basketball. Right, bad, bad. Nope, nope. So, so who in the Lakers playing better than Kuzma? Other than LeBron, other than LeBron James. Who's that other than LeBron James? Yes. Who on the Lakers playing better than Kuzma? Bro, that does no, that doesn't matter. 15 and 8? You want to take that on the second team? No way. No way. You're crazy. No way. Montrez Harrell with 14.7 rebounds off the bench. KCP, 11 points off the – no, he's starting. Like, the guys they traded for Russell Westbrook is productive for a Wizards team. Smoking. Kyle Kuzma not productive. So you still you still would have made that trade for for uh you would have traded these these key role players for Russell. No, no 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 not 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 um not KCP and not Montrez. That part I disagreed right. with. Kyle Kuzma, hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. Kyle Kyle playing some good basketball, man. bro. He can't even spell basketball. Come on, now. let's take a break, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. get out of here, get out. Of here. I don't know. So they they've been really iffy with these trades. This whole roster construction. Well, but but you gotta take things. into consideration, bro. You gotta take into consideration, man. L.A. and 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 obviously, what I'm gonna say, people are gonna get mad because there's like, oh my god, Prime, you're a Boston Celtics fan, so you can't say this. Let's just call it what it is. The Lakers, the Lakers organization, and the Lakers fans are stupid. Just call it what it is. They're stupid. Right? Because they feel like they deserve to be. Um, they deserve to be 110% in, in, in championship contention every year. And that comes back to bite you because look at the deals they're making. And Kuzma only got two turnovers per game. Look, man, no, in terms of turnovers, nah, you can't even do that because Kyle Kuzma's not even – he's not even the primary ball handler. His three-point percentage is horrible, 32%, but eh. – It is horrible. Horrible. And, it listen, it took him, what, like 10 games straight being nice to drag his field goal percentage to 45%? Bro, a couple weeks ago, it was like 42 and his free throws horrible. He under shooting under seventy percent. I guess what the hell, Cal Kusum? I should have read into these numbers more. That's what I'm telling you. Now look, KCP, I liked them. I liked him on the Lakers. Same thing with Montrez. I liked them when they traded it. I did not. I was like, I get why they need to do those guys because Montrez Harold was gonna leave anyway. Yeah, he was gonna dip anyway because he's like, you know, L, you know, the Lakers they're not using me right, whatever, whatever. So he was gonna leave anyway. I guess KCP was gonna be out anyway, too. I guess, yeah, but you could have got something better than the old Russell Westbrook. You could have gotten way better, bro. They could have flipped all that, had gotten Buddy healed, and they could have kept Alex Caruso and could have went and gotten DeMar DeRozan. I'm really curious to see what this team gonna look like. After the trade deadline and next year, it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same. And the reason I, I said this before, and Mike, I, I think I said it on the show with you. When they signed Isaiah Thomas, that was that right there dictated how long 
um, I'm gonna say DeMar DeRozan. But that right there was gonna dictate how long Russell Westbrook was going to stay with the Lakers, if he was gonna finish the season out or not. Because remember, before that, they were having internal conversations about trading him, right? So now you go get Isaiah Thomas, which again is good. Let's be honest, is was going to be probably the best replacement you could possibly get for Russell Westbrook at this point. And they gave him a ten day contract. And they didn't even bother break, break, bother bringing him back for another 10 days. When I saw that the writing was on the wall, Russell Westbrook is going to stay with this with this Lakers team for the rest of the year. Rest of the year. Rest of the year. Then the Lakers are going to get bounced in the first round. <laughs> and I'm going to be here saying, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. And there's other, bro, Mike, I've had stupid ass, stupid people, bro. I, I was on another, I was on another show, bro. And I had this dumbass, bro, tell me how quickly for forget MVP Russ. And with Russell Westbrook on this Lakers team, they're going to break the 73-9 record held by Golden State. <laughs> Immediately, immediately, because we were on a group chat, I immediately texted in the group chat. I, I, you have absolutely, positively to me, you have no credibility. I do not respect your opinion. And in terms of sports, I'm completely tuning you out. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. Um, Th- that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Th- that's one of those clickbait things you read on ESPN. Especially with the Warriors, they had what? Three good, three elite shooters. So, and all three of them could go hot, like they would go nuclear like crazy. Like, yeah, that's one of the crazy. So, so that's kind of my thing. Like, I'm like, dog. At some point, bro, we need to. I've had somebody tell me that, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on. And I made him repeat himself. I really did, and he told me. That this Lakers team will have will break the 73 and 9 record that the Golden State Warriors did. And I immediately texted him, I do not respect you when it comes to sports. I'm not listening to you. I just cannot listen to that type of stupidity and with a straight face. That's like saying, uh, good on you because that's like saying Mac Jones is gonna take the super Patriots Super Bowl with 17 and 0 record. That is the equivalent of saying Trey Lance is gonna be a good football player. <laughs> That's like saying he's the franchise quarterback when hey. they just use him. The, the Niners use him the same way. That I want. I want to see. I want to see you guys team play, y'all. This is a this is a funny rivalry. That the, I got. I got a, I got a comment. A, I got a comment here from RC Milton eighty three. Shout out to you watching. He says that is who you call stupid people. <laughs> and like I agree one hundred and ten percent with you, uh, Milton. And like when when I was when I saw that when when I heard that. I was like, do you not see the problem with this team? The fact that they waited so long to get Russ that they couldn't even build their bench up properly. We got to understand, you think this is the bench that the Lakers really wanted to roll deep with? No, sir. They had to settle. They had to settle because they spent so much time waiting. The injuries aren't the biggest problem for the Lakers. There's 101 problems with the Lakers, right? Obviously, it starts with Russell Westbrook. Right, obviously, but the number two, Anthony Davis. Number three, no defense, bro. Def- 
Bro, they play <laughs> defense, okay? Because they, 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 like, straight up, bro, when I, when I teach, I, I, I've been teaching my daughter the alphabet, right? I go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Like, I'd be singing to her, right? And, like, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm making her watch too many Lakers games because she goes A, B, C, E, F, G, and she always sp- sp- skips the letter D. I don't understand why, and it bothers me. It really does because it's like, son, like, you know, it's not, you know. Don't be, don't be torturing her, having her sit in front of the TV and watch no damn Lakers game. That's and I feel, you know who I really feel low-key feel bad for? You know how Loki feel bad for who? Frank Vogel. I feel, I mean, I Loki feel bad for LeBron, but again, we went over this. Yeah, he asked. I love for LeBron. That. I'm a LeBron James yeah. stan, but when you ask for Russell, uh, for Russell Westbrook, you get what you get. You like, reap what you sow. It has so he has so much tape on him. He didn't win with fucking Kevin Durant. You don't win with Kevin Durant. You then go get and ready. Here's the sad part about it. You know who had the best amount of tape possible Kevin on Durant. Russell Westbrook? No, not Kevin Durant. His own teammate, Carmelo, Carmelo? Anthony. Yeah. He could have went to Melo and said, Melo, how you feel? Yeah. Melo could have told him. Hey, Melo would have been honest with him. Like, no, 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 that ain't it. Melo would have been like, Melo would have been like, oh, you want to sign him? All right, cool. He like, LeBron like, where you going? Oh, I, I, I ain't doing this again. <laughs> yeah. I ain't doing this again. My All man right. had Katie, James Harden, Paul George, Carmen. And and, and, and and let's not forget that Paul George, he had an MVP caliber year. He was third in MVP. Do with that information as you will. And people want to sit here and say they choose prime um, Russell Westbrook over prime D Rose. Man, get the fuck out of here. Uh, the only reason I'll, I'll choose prime um prime Westbrook is just because he could play more. Yeah, that's it. But now, if we're us, talking about, if you're just talking about, like, you, you if take, you take D Rose injury, out and put them in the, on the OKC team, they won the championship. D Rose, that D Rose had the Bulls. What? Like, yeah, Wait, you, you talk, you talking, you talking about with KD and and and, yeah, and I don't Harden. think so. I don't think so. I don't think they were beating that Miami team. But I will say this: they were, they were winning. They I think it goes seven. Yeah, I, I think like, it goes seven. I don't think it ends in five. D Rose took LeBron that Miami Heat team to six games by himself. Well, we have a nice, nice good role players. We ain't have a number two. The number two was the wall Dean. Like when, when once KD left Westbrook, it was first round exit, first round exit, first round exit, first round exit. That's all we've seen from uh Russell Westbrook. And then his prime. That's the problem, by the way. Gurnayuki says, and you're so disrespectful to Trey Lance. And that's like saying your defense can stop our smash mouth play style. Um, let me ask you a question. Hey, I worry about them cowgirls this this Sunday. So, and by the way, Friday we're 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 gonna predict every single um, wild card game that happens. So I got an upset for you guys. Tuned. I got right. Obviously, stay tuned. Um, RC Milton with another comment says. Russ impressed me in Washington. OKC and Houston proved he's not a number one leader, which Rich is right. He's not a leader at all. Like, but he my played good. In, is, he played good in Washington. I and he, he, he he played solid in Washington until he had to take a back seat. Yeah. Like when Russ is that number one dude, he thrives right because he can make a hundred. He can make a hundred mistakes a game. Guess what? He's gonna have like 150 opportunities still. You know what I mean? Like he's still gonna have the opportunity. 
When and he's it's got like, a oh my god, he's carrying his team, but in reality, it's like that's the only good player on the team, so he gonna do it. Up, but once he with LeBron James, you be like, damn, he had ten turnovers. Because now, exactly, because now you're kind of minimizing, you're minimizing his opportunities. So now it's like, hold on, you're getting less touches, and you're somehow still getting the same amount of turnovers. Like that's the part we need to take into consideration. Like for all, for all the, all the turnovers he's done in his career, for him to still, still be putting out consistent turnovers. And hit the the, uh, the number of times he's touching the ball, there are whole plays that he's left out. There are whole plays left out. And the fact that he's still turning the ball over at a high rate, what a time to be alive. And what every game he shoots the damn basketball off the top of the damn backboard. It's every game. It's like a signature play. Every game he, he does that. I'm not 100%. I'm, I'm convinced that in his contract, he needs to hit the back, the, the top of the backboard like three <laughs> times per game. I'm like convinced because I've never seen a guy. And look, Russ has never been a great jump shooter. Let's just get that out the way, right? He's never been a great jump shooter. But I've never seen a guy all of a sudden be this bad to the point where it's like homeboy is like airmailing the ball over the backboard. Like I've never seen that before. Did you see that one clip? Uh, it was LeBron James. He was reading, I guess, the stat line. And, you, and to the left of him, LeBron, uh, Russell Westbrook was looking at him. See what he's looking at. Like, I think it's fire Vogel. And then the last one is <laughs> to go back to Cleveland. Look, man. And, I, and, and let me explain that because I didn't get to, I didn't get touched on it. I'm going to tell you why I really feel bad for Frank Vogel. This is why I really feel bad for him. Frank Vogel is going to take the brunt of the blame. When in all actuality, it's not his fault. And if you, if nobody believes me, tell me the record when Frank Vogel was out, a Coach Fitz, who I love. I love Coach Fitz. I love him. And everyone loves him. No one has ever said a bad thing about him. When he was coaching this team, what was their record? I know it was under, I know it was, uh, it was bad. It was horrible. And you ready to hear the funny part? People who don't watch basketball at all, while while they were losing that, were saying that's why Frank Vogel needs to get fired. And it's it's crazy because he got he got the proof to show you give him a good roster, he can win your championship because he done it. Yes, and, and this yeah. is my thing. Like again, David Fristo was the head coach, and they they still blame Frank Vogel. Yeah, like you get from the right personnel. He's a defensive coach. He don't have the personnel to play good defense. RC Milton with the comment. He's putting he's putting too much pressure on himself to get the chip. Full disclosure, I ain't a Russ fan at all. He gives 110%, but he's overrated. Perfectly said. He give he he's trying so hard to get that chip. Whereas in reality, he gotta take a take a look in the mirror. But I got I need to if I want that chip, I need to change. He and give one hundred and ten percent, but he just and that's the like, problem. You would give one hundred and ten percent, but in all actuality, there's times you only need to give seventy. Yeah, and 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 ready for the funny part. What RC Milton said. Let's just be honest. It's common sense, but for some reason, when it comes to Russell Westbrook. 
You're not allowed to say that. It's so bizarre. Like, look, Russell Westbrook is overrated, right? Now, and I've said this before, him getting the triple doubles, that's not really a case of him being talented. Let's be honest. If you get any other player and you have them play at his speed, they're going to average a triple-double. He plays the game at a breakneck speed, right? Yeah, and I think sometimes that that's, that hurt him because he don't sit sit there and just think. He just so go go forward and tap the time. You don't need that. Just sit. Because think about it. He's the only dude. You're up. You're, you're, you'll, he'll be up nine, and he'll bring the ball down. There's 18 seconds up on the shot clock. He takes a quick three. Yeah. And I've been saying this. He's not a smart basketball player. He's not, and, 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 and I know it sounds rude. I get it, but he's not. He's not. He doesn't know how to get out of double teams. If you put a little bit of pressure on him, he panics. He's constantly traveling, constantly. By the way, if you don't believe me, go watch the Lakers game and go see how many times when he gets the ball in his hands, he's calling out plays. He literally walks without dribbling. I just need him just to do less, like. Just do less. Just find a road that you're good at and just he can't. That's like listen, that's like telling me to stop eating. That's like <laughs> trying to put me on a diet. My fat ass has been eating this certain way for this long, right? Now you want all right, bro. We gotta put you on a diet. Huh? But, but that's the key to his success. So do less. I've been just tone it down. You don't have you you no. just not a number one no more. Just but be ready that to, third but guy. Listen, listen, normal people who watch this know he's not a number one. But he doesn't – Gridiron Yuki says, how the hell do you travel without realizing the rules? It's just he, – he, he, he's just so focused on telling people, he walks up. Go on YouTube and just and just go on YouTube and look up Russell Westbrook traveling. There's actually a compilation of him doing it. <laughs> of him like, – and it goes back to his OKC days where it's kind of him just talking and he's directing traffic. Damn, and he's wow, got wow, the damn. ball. He's got the ball like he's holding like he's like he's in the he's – like, he's like at, a, at a rec yard, right? And he's like, like telling him what to do, and he's walking, and he does it crazy. By the way, Gridiron Yuki says, um, "Pride, don't try vegan food. I'm never in my life gonna do it, ever, ever." That that's one thing me and Russ have have uh, have in common. We're stubborn. We stubborn. But um, that's the thing with Russ, man. And I'll be honest, bro. Even if Russell Westbrook kind of backs off a little bit, I don't even think that'll be enough. Because think about it. You need to have him. Remember last year when the Brooklyn Nets, their big three, hardly play with each other? How many games has this big three played with each other again? Not. Like, him and LeBron James wasn't going to work from the get-go because they two different play styles. LeBron James and he's shooters around him. And, and Westbrook is not a shooter. No, no, he's a shooter. He's a shooter, all right. He's a three-point <laughs> shooter, not a three-point maker. Yeah. You feel me? Like he, well, even, he, he he shoots. He even, even he can he should watch uh um D Wade and Braun fan to see how that work. Maybe try to get that D Wade role what what he was to LeBron. Well, D Wade brought more. He brought more to the table in terms of leadership. Yeah, and, but, and and the main like then the main thing it really comes down to a mentality because D Wade was willing to take a back seat. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's something he should do. He should. No, no. Should he? Definitely. Would he? I would recommend holding your breath. 
I wouldn't recommend holding your breath, bro. I don't know, man. Look, I don't trust and me. It, I, don't, I don't care what they do. You already know where I'm going with this season. I don't, I don't, I'm worried about my own damn chance to be worried about some damn weak ass Lakers. Like, shit. weak ass Lakers. Wow, that's crazy. Go ahead. You remember, talk your talk. I am, I am, bro. I am gonna talk my talk, bro. I, I listen. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be a hater. I'm gonna let you be great. Just like Gritty and Yuki, or a Gritty and Yuki, yeah, the, the Niners, they held it down. I'm giving you your moment. Enjoy yourself. I ain't gonna say nothing negative. You feel me? I, well, I already did. <laughs> but I ain't gonna say nothing negative no more. You feel me? Um, come on. Um, for, listen, matter of fact, Gridiron, I'm gonna do you a favor. Friday. And Mike, do not let me forget. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a deal with you, uh, Yuki. I want you to think on it. Do you believe that the Niners will beat the Cowboys? If they do, on Monday, matter of fact, grid, uh, gr- uh, Gridiron, in the comments, I want you to let me know, do you think, 110%, do you think that the 49ers will beat the Cowboys? I want you to let me know that. I'm being serious, Yuki. Let me know right now. Because I'm telling you right now, I got a beautiful bet right now. And it, I, I, that mean, I, I'm going to have to. Uh, and you're saying it loud. So you, if you lose, you got to go through with it. Ah, got, you got to see it through, my boy. Got to see it through, my boy. I'm going to see it through. 110%, bro. I'm going to see it through because you feel me, homie? Like. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not letting it. I'm not letting it rock, bro. Cause like I said, yo, I don't need to make no bets. My team is. They looking for a head coach and a GM. So, but come, come NBA playoffs. I'm taking all bets. The Niners NBA. are playing. Hold on, the Niners are playing Dallas, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's gonna be Bengals, Raiders, Patriots, Bills, Eagles, Buccaneers, Niners, Cowboys, Steelers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams. Mm. Those six games, we're gonna break, we're gonna break them down. Don't worry, we're gonna break them down. Um, come come Friday. Uh Yuki, be here Friday. If you pick, I want you to let me know if you're gonna pick the da- the, the Niners over the Cowboys. I got I got a nice deal for you. I got a great deal for you. You feel me? I'm gonna give you some time to think on that though. I'm gonna give you some uh I'm gonna give you some time to think on that. I got a I got a I got a um uh, kind of a bet on, on on his. If he if if he do agree and loses, he gotta change his YouTube screen to a Cowboys logo. Mm. Yuki, Yuki. I don't want to hear no. I think we have a chance. That's either, yes no. <laughs> either yes or no. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you the deal. If the if the if Dallas wins, you have to change your your YouTube. You got you have to change it. You got to change it to Dallas. Just just just, just for Monday. Just for Monday. However, if the Niners win, I have to come out. I'm gonna have to come out, and I will say ten nice things. About, about Trey not, y- yep, not the Niners, <laughs> about Trey Lance. 
I will give you 10 nice and it's not no backhanded compliment like oh yeah he his, could, his hair know, nice he, he could breathe nope <laughs> I'm gonna give you 10 nice things about Trey Lance and by the way uh you guys let me ask you do you think the page could be the Bills I don't think we can I know we can and we're mm. gonna we're gonna mm. we are gonna See, I man, I don't get to that fact. I may have okay, a bet with you on that. No, 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 no. I, I had to say it because you keep trying to press me right now, yo. You you get out here trying to press me right now. You feel me? I had to defend myself, dog. I had to defend myself. I'm getting pressed a little bit over here, you know. I had to defend myself. But yo, Yuki, if you're down for that bet, obviously Friday, let us let me know. You feel me? I mean, yeah, sleep oh, on, on it. On. You got a bet, it. Yuki? I need you to drop that bet right now. Drop that bet right now. So we're going to have two bets. We're going to have two. We're going to listen, man. Listen, man. And the thing is, I don't understand why people think I hate Trey Lance. I don't hate him. I don't. I don't have no hate for him. You feel me? You know what? Well, if you watch, I'm like, yeah, he's going to say 10, nine things about me. (laughs) Oh, man. Look, listen, like I said, I'm going to straight up be nice. And and on top of that, I ain't going to lie either. I ain't gonna lie, you feel me? And I ain't gonna do no cop out. I'm gonna say 10 nice things about Trey Lance. Now it's not gonna hurt me at all. Cause like I said, I don't hate Trey Lance. I don't hate him, so it's cool with me. Yeah. But you know, according to some people, some people, if if you say a guy's not ready, you hate him. Go ahead, drop that bet. I'm ready to see what this bet is. That's what I'm saying. We're waiting for it, Yuki. We're going to wait for it. Go ahead, type it up, do your thing, because I'm telling you right here, right now, man, I want all the smoke. You feel me? And matter of fact, bro, I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. Where's Trey Lance from? Because I want to be corny. Hold on. I'm Googling it. <laughs> Hold on, no, I'm being serious. I'm being serious, bro. Hold on. Where was he born? He was born in Minnesota. Wow. Wow. He went to North Dakota. Wow. So weird. He looks weird and green. Why does he look so? Oh yeah, he didn't play on last year. That's why Loki looks a little weird. I forgot he didn't play last year. It's gonna be a good, gonna be a good NFL um, playoff. If you win, I'll praise Mac Jones and say he's the goat. But if you lose, you gotta wear. A je- I mean, if you take out the Josh Allen jersey. I will put because I should have my green screen. Um, I should have my green screen by Monday. So I the, the backdrop be Buffalo. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have um, uh, like Bills Mafia or something like that, right? Um, it, it's gonna be something like that, and I will have it. And I'm gonna one up you, Gritty. If if it's if it's alright with you, I will have it the entire episode. Mm. The entire episode. So while we're talking, I'm going to have it right back there. So this is for our New England. So, again, are, so our New England deal is if the Patriots win, you need to – matter of fact, I want it all. I want you to say 10 nice things about Matt Jones. 
I want it all. I want it all, right? And if we lose and the Bills win, I'll have that backdrop. Now, Gritty and Yuki, and you said that's fine with me, all right? Do you accept my challenge about the Niners, right? If if the Niners win, I got to say 10 nice things about Trey Lance, okay? I got to say 10 nice things about Trey Lance. If, if y'all lose, you got to come in here Monday and you and you got to change your YouTube picture to, to the Dallas Cowboys. Matter of fact, no. Nope. I don't want it to be Dallas Cowboys. I want it to be old Michael McCorkle Jones. That's who I want on your thing. I don't want Dallas. No. I want Mac Jones. And I want you to be here and I want you to be commenting. And I just want to show Larry Yuki with old Mac Jones right there, chilling right there. I accept it. Right on. Let's get it. So we got two, two games. I'm gonna be two games. I'll be playing close attention to this. Y'all made my Sunday. What these games are on Sunday, right? No. So Bills and Patriots is on Sundays. That's the. Oh, I'm sorry. That's on Saturday. Mm, the Niners Cowboys is on Sunday. Y'all made my weekend very very special. That's one thing I like about uh about Wild Card Weekend. For the most part, the games are scattered. The only yeah. two games happening at the same time is Steelers and Chiefs, which I'm not watching that one at all. Because I already know what that was going to be. Um, and that, actually, no, they're all at different times. Yeah. Yeah, because it's two Saturday games. 3.30 and 7. 3 o'clock yep. and 7 o'clock. Yep. They which, to, and then I'm in Eastern time, so I'm an hour ahead of you. They have to bust and then it's at 12. At 1 my time, which will be 12 you. <laughs> Then at 3.30 year time, it'll be the Niners and Cowboys. Uh, 7.15 year time, Steelers and Chiefs. Then 7.15 on Monday, it'll be Cardinals and Rams. Rams, yeah. I want to see that Cardinals-Rams game. Because honestly, whoever loses this game, that's going to be a, uh, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. For well, me it's, it's lined up for me personally because I'm not I'm – not We really got Grenada and Yuki agreeing. So watch, you feel me? I'm like, yo, guess what? Guess what, Mike? You about to see me on Monday with my Patriots jersey, you feel me? With my, with my, with my Patriots jersey, you feel me? I'm going to be like, hey, you all know when the Lambling? It can only mean one thing. And that means that the New England Patriots is winning, the Niners losing. And it's crazy. I'm not even a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm not a hater, but I'm not a fan either. I'm the and only I, one who can't talk shit because my team ain't gonna play y'all. Ain't this about a bitch? What's your team again? Oh, y'all don't even have a head coach. The Aww. Chicago, the Chicago Puppies. Yeah, the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, follow us on we Twitter. Ain't at, beers. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. Uh, if you guys see any topics out there, please feel free to tag us in it, and we'll talk about it on the show. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. We'll be putting pickums and. All that good stuff on the Facebook page. And if you don't have a Facebook, we're also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. We go live there every uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode is part of the podcast up there, we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes podcast. And if you guys have an iPhone, download ColorCast and follow us there. The handle is at Prideful Takes. Not only do we go live there. But we're also going to do some watch-alongs on, on, on ColorCast as well. Hey. And obviously, oh, oh, real quick, Mike, before I let you go. Hold on, uh, let me do this last one real quick, Mike. 
Um, and do not forget, for all your needs, go to www.fatco.com. Deodorants, skincare products, chapsticks. They got stuff for men, women, and children. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES and you will get a discount. I know I put 10%. I actually talked to the lady um, and we were able to get a little hookup. So instead of 10, now it's 15% off. So and fellas, it. don't let nobody tell you that um face care is for females. No, does it feel good and it, it take care of your skin? Honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, bro. Like honestly, I never really did it until my girl put me on it. Same, same thing. My me, girl I put me on it, and I was like, and it's crazy, yo, because I was like, Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm about to go, I'm about to I'm about to go max some bitties, bro. Yeah. Like, like I was mean? a new man. She was like, Yeah, let me do it for you one time. I'm like, eh. And it just All took right. that one time, and I was like, you know what? This actually feels lit. I like it. It, it feels nice, dog. The, the one scary thing though is she she threw a towel in the in microwave and heated it up. I'm like, you're not gonna put that straight out the microwave. Yeah, no, she, she yeah, she did that to me and I she got I was scared. And then when she put it on me, it really wasn't even that hot. It was warm and it was soothing. I fell asleep. But um before I get back to her, um I'm gonna say you got two things. One, did you see uh with all Covington? Yes, you want you wanna talk about that tomorrow? Uh, we can't, we can't, or, or not tomorrow, Friday. Friday, yeah. And uh, I gotta give a shout out to my Bulls, they play the Nets tonight. It should be a, a, a good game. I need this victory, so yeah, Bulls, come through for your boy. C Red, Nets, Nets gonna handle, Nets gonna handle. By the way, I'm making a bet with you if if Chicago wins. If Chicago wins, I'm on the back chop. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna find where it says DMVP, and I'm gonna put that up there. Friday, Friday. And if I can't do it Friday, I'm gonna do it next Wednesday. Cause Monday I got that bet with Gritty and Yuki. Yeah. If if I end up winning that bet and I don't have to, then I'll do it Monday. If I win, if I win, what do I want from you? I got a Brooklyn next jersey. You wearing it? You wearing it, and you gotta say that the Brooklyn is better than the Bulls. Yep, we gonna all in all out. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Uh, we, we go, we go. I got faith in my Bulls. Let's go, let's go. Great show, great show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, obviously, Green Yuki, we Rio. took all the way from a huncho. Yep, yep. Um, so it, it's this gonna be fun in terms of uh, we got 140 followers on Facebook. In terms of page likes, we're at 98. Two more, and we get to the big old hun bone. As always, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys being there. Woof, woof, woof. Keep talking. Thank you. But we appreciate y'all spending some time with us. As always, y'all know what to do. Be safe. We'll see y'all Friday. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. To Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.